1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: welcome to two black guys with good credit the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable sean karen how you guys doing shut up
0: hell yeah that, oh that's good. <laughs> that, that,
2: on a normal a normal occurrence i might think that was rude but people actually it's not rude at all that is the theme of today's show it's shut up and just do it okay. let, let me give people a little context if you're thinking of starting a business in 2021 it's critical to take the new normal into account the COVID 19 pandemic has changed so much about how people consume products and services So while starting a retail business or a restaurant might have been good ideas previously, you might be best served to reconsider those thoughts until you see how the next years play out. Instead of some more traditional businesses, think about those that can support how people are now living their lives.
0: That's right. Okay, so speaking of traditional businesses, this is some crazy statistics. And this is from uh, the the government census, a recent one. So apparently an average of 31.4% of businesses, total businesses, expect more than six months will pass before their business returns to its usual level operations. We're talking like traditional businesses. For the most part, an average of 40.4% temporarily closed a location for at least one day. 75% of small businesses have laid off or are going to lay off at least one employee. 70% have employees working from home currently and remote working is set to increase by 13.5% after the pandemic. So it's never going to be the same again, you guys. And this actually is the time to start your own business. Why not? Shut up. And just do it.
3: So how can I start my own business with no money? You don't need money to become a small business owner. The first steps in starting a business with no money is to keep your current job and launch your small business as, for now, a side hustle, a side pursuit.
0: And honestly, psychologically, that's just better than quitting and going all in at first because you it's not as much pressure, right? Like, you can do it. You can take your time. But after you start your business as a side thing so you still have support, make a business plan and analyze your consumer base, market potential challenges. Um, there's a website that helps you to do this. It's called leanstack.com. I use it a little bit. You have to pay for it, but you can start out for free and you put in all of these, um, kind of ideas, metrics, and analogy, your elevator pitch, um, to help you plan out your business. And then near the final stages of planning, you'll better understand how much money you actually need to start your business. It's probably not that much unless you need a lot of infrastructure and you can find this money through crowdfunding platforms, investors, uh, loans, but only as a last resort.
3: People always ask me, "When is it the best time to leave your job? When do I know to leave your job?" But I always say, "When it when you can't afford to be at your job. When it costs you more to go to work than it does to than it does your side hustle. Meaning that what you're doing on the side out is starting to outperform what you're doing at work, and it's becoming expensive to go to work. Well, let me let me put a little perspective on this.
2: A key takeaway or the the subtext here is choose a small business with low startup costs. That's the key, people. If you're if you're low on funds, don't have some million, don't, don't start Tesla if you ain't got any money. You know, come oh, up with an see. idea that's budget appropriate <laughs> and use your own funds to launch it.
0: Right. And if you don't know where to start, we have a list coming up of about, not about, exactly 18 business ideas that you can start for no or pretty low overhead.
3: Yeah, it takes uh, small bites. I always believe, you know, try to get the first base and second base, third. I have friends that one guy called me up, hope he's not listening. He's like, You know, I'm going to open up this 400 unit condo development in a Caribbean island. And, you know, I've never done it before. I'm just a print guy. But what do you think? Shut up. Come on. (laughs) Shut up and don't do it.
0: (laughs) Well, before we get to business ideas, let's talk about. The step-by-step process for starting a business, right? It seems really overwhelming because it's a lot of stuff, but if you break it down into just one step at a time, it's not that crazy. It takes a lot of work, obviously, but with the right tools and guidelines, you can get a company up and running in literally no time.
2: Absolutely. And although your specific business journey will be unique to you, we've identified a few steps that entrepreneurs can take to start their business that are kind of universal.
3: Yeah, number one, Matt, choose a business idea And find your niche, meaning like find something that you do well, exceptionally well, where you can add true value. You know, don't just think that you're going to be making widgets, but you don't know how to make widgets and you've never done widgets before and you don't even know a market for widgets. Find something that you can leverage your skill set.
0: I mean, widgets are universally needed, as we all know. We
3: can't, we can't live without widgets. But step number
0: two is to analyze the current market. Really, that means getting a sense for the lay of the land and also where there's a gap that you can fill it in, right? Because a successful business is going to provide a solution to a problem.
2: So after you find your niche and after you analyze the market comes step number three, create a business plan. So without, if you, without a plan, if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. So get yourself a solid business plan so you can take the next steps
3: appropriately. Well, and just remember too, with a business plan, it's not your Bible. Like what I like about a business plan, to be honest with you, it's a place to put your ideas down and to really get, to really make sure that what you're having is viable. But, you know, I've seen people send me the prettiest business plans with all the bells and whistles, but if it's not speaking to you and it's not laying out a game plan for you, then it's just a piece of paper with some wording on it. Right. So make sure it's an actionable plan that makes sense. Like we were talking about early, like where there's a million dollar budget and you have $20 in the bank. That's not really a practical business plan. That's just something that may look nice, okay? Um, The next one I have for you, well, it falls right in. assess your finances and raise money as needed, you know? And to me, when people ask me to invest, I'm looking at, I don't invest in the idea, I invest in the person. Very important. So you have to show that you're viable, that maybe you've put your own money on the line. You've done a couple of things ahead of time to show that this is something that can work. Prove to me that this is doable and workable before you start like to me, trying to sell a business plan with just you know, with just an idea.
2: Also, realistically assess your finances, like plan for like people weren't thinking about COVID before. Like you, you can't just, you know, pie in the sky. You have to really, you know, think about what's really going to happen in worst case scenarios, contingency plans. So be realistic.
0: Right. And after you've done that, so none of these things are that crazy, by the way, and you can Google all these steps, determine your legal business structure. So for me personally, I find that step slightly intimidating always, but Google is your best friend. You can start a sole proprietorship or an LLC or whatever, just look into the different structures. You can actually do it all online. You can also probably talk to a lawyer for not as much as you think.
2: And the next step, step number six, register your business with the government and the IRS. You want to be official. You want, you know, you don't want any funny business. You you want to start your business off on the right foot in the
3: with the right uh, paperwork, nothing under the table. Get yourself legal. Yeah, Uncle Sam, he is your partner. Don't forget about him because he will remind you of him. Choose, this is very important, uh, you know, choose the appropriate insurance policies for your business. You know, insurance is just a good hedge in case, in case shizit happens, you're protected <laughs> and shizit will always may likely happen. You just want to make sure that you're covered. So don't um, think that insurance is not something that you should overlook.
0: And of course, it will definitely guaranteed happen. And me and my frugal Jewish parents believe in insurance so hard, as you know. And after you've done that, you can hire employees and build a team as needed. I think if you can do it on your own, then do it on your own because businesses are downsizing, people are getting laid off, everybody's working from home, but two heads are better than one. And if you need a team to support you, then that's what you need to succeed. So you know, build a good team of people around you who also are invested in the business, who have an incentive to work the way that you are working.
2: All right, and step number nine, choose your vendors as needed. And I would also add with that is, if if you have good relationships or if you build relationships, you might be able to work uh, favorable rates with vendors. You know, I I work in production and there's people who have studios or, or editing facilities. And, you know, they're also looking
3: to keep their, businesses moving. So people, you know, you can negotiate, but choose your vendors as needed. Yeah. Leverage your relationship. That's all about relationship building as well. Making sure that you're building relationships and solid relationships and don't always make it about taking, you know, make sure that every time you take something, you can also maybe offer a give people like that, you know, reciprocate. Um, My last one is market and advertise your business people, especially young millennials and even old timers like me. We can go to, you know, boomer Facebook to advertise, or we can go to millennial Instagram to advertise and then we can go to the younger people and TikTok to advertise. There's all there's an avenue for you to grow your brand and advertise your product that's with minimal expenses. So make sure you push it, even if you push it through your little social network of friends, you'd be surprised what opens up. You know, when we started this podcast, I would just do I still do them every now and then, but every show I would broadcast to all my friends on WhatsApp. And at the beginning, some people were like, stop sending me this. But then I windled through those and now like you know, from that, that got the momentum for our show. Like, and now when I send it out, people are excited to when I, when I send up, when I send out a new episode. So that was just within my network of, you know, what's up, uh, um, Connections
2: and a lot yeah. of people forget that step. I mean, I struggle with that sometimes. But the, a famous entrepreneur once said, "Actually, oh, Ted Matt,
3: you Turner, don't have to call me, Matt. Don't
2: call me." I'll, oh, sorry, oh, right. no, not <laughs> you, Sean. Shut Ted, up, Ted, Ted, <laughs> Ted Turner, who launched CNN and many other ventures, mogul, million, you know, bazillionaire. His, I heard him in an interview once say his motto. He learned from his grandfather, which was early to bed early to rise, work hard and advertise. And the biggest key Mm -hmm. takeaway I got from that was it is, is you have to advertise no matter how great or how hard you're working, whatever you're doing. If people don't know about it, it's that proverbial tree falling in the forest that nobody hears about. So advertising is something you must consider and you must do so.
3: as you know this show is shut up and just do it and i was like you know we're gonna lay the land for these people for these listeners all right not only did we just give you this list we're gonna give you some opportunities that we feel are as available jobs that you can just shut up and go do it minimal expense minimal barriers to enter it works during covid and like so i don't want to hear anybody saying that two black guys a good credit doesn't give solid actionable advice so this is our shut up we chose stuff that we feel is well-rounded anybody with whatever level of skill, education. Whatever can get into this, and regardless of where you live, as well. Hey, so,
2: Sean. Hey, Sean. Shut up and let me just do it. No, I'm kidding. That was rude. Uh, I apologize.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> shut up. Go ahead and do it, man. What do you got? Let
2: me hear what our, you got. All right, our first recommended job during COVID. Number job number one is being a consultant. I mean, if you're knowledgeable and passionate, passionate about certain topics like social media or marketing or human resources. Those topics can make you some money. Businesses need social media consultants. They need marketing, human resources, leadership. All those pockets, you can help businesses and you can make money. Um, It can be lucrative. So you can start your consulting
3: business on your own, then grow your business and hire other consultants over time. Oh, let me one-up you now. So if you don't think you have consulting skills, here's one that you can say no to. An online reseller. Mm -hmm. One thing I like about an online reseller Anything sells on the internet. You can sell your sock with multiple holes and that are turning green, and somebody will buy those socks. Okay, I love those. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. There is a website I used. To, I love. It's called Let It Go. You can put anything on Let It Go, and somebody will want to buy it. So if you're thinking, I don't know how to talk, I don't know this, just be an online reseller. Sell what you got. Yep. Sell yourself. Well, not not in that are kind you, of way, but you, you can. You can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean there's only fans that's number 20 <laughs>
3: exactly simba talks about it there you go remember simba
0: if it's good enough for simba so if OnlyFans isn't really your thing <laughs> then you can maybe try online teaching wah, i used to wah, be a wah, teacher wah, wah, wah. listen Learning i used to- you comes out I used to teach, and teaching is a skill that you learn by itself. So if you have the knowledge for something, all you need to know is how to teach. You don't even really need to know that much of a subject. <laughs> and were you kids... were you
2: were you the strict teacher or the nice teacher? No, I was the cool? fun teacher.
0: No, I okay. was cool. <laughs> I was cool, but I would get upset with the students if they disrespected me. You know, like I had certain triggers, <laughs> but because it was early and I was like I was tired, and if they just you know one person would just trigger me, I'd kind of kind of you know it would send me. But no, I was fun. I was cool. I Everybody likes me. Um, (laughs) And these days, you know, kids are at home driving their parents absolutely up the wall. And the demand for online education has opened up a big, wide possibility for entrepreneurs in general to start their own ventures. It's not that hard. I used to teach English as a second language to adults, not even kids. And those classes are still ongoing and people still can't learn in person. So there's a lot of opportunity here. You can get certified online. Um, And since this is an online business idea, You can choose any subject that you know about, teach a course regardless of your location, set your own hours. If you don't have advanced knowledge about a particular subject, consider teaching English as a foreign language to students overseas. Anyone can do it, I did it.
2: All right, well, cool. Next up, uh, job option number four, you could be a medical courier. That's right, if you have a reliable vehicle, And good time management skills, let me repeat that, and good time management skills, people, you may want to consider creating your own courier service, more specifically, a medical courier service. As a driver, you'd be be responsible for transporting medical items like lab specimens, prescription drugs, and equipment. The healthcare industry is- Vaccines, um, like back, hey, vaccines, anyone, hey. My, that's
3: what he's doing. He drives from New York to Pennsylvania every day and delivers vaccines. Okay, wow. Well,
2: the healthcare industry is a span, is expanding right now, and it's a great time for that. So, you can start your, your business as a courier, get on it, people.
3: Do You guys feel like my Zen moment right here? Do you not feel it? Um, shut up, just do it. Like, you <laughs> know, are we, are we not getting there, people? Like, if somebody listening to this show, be like, that's nah, not for me, not for me, not for me, not for me. No, this is like, shut up, you know, I got we got more for you. Like, if you can't do all these. You can be a professional organizer, Matt. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. This is like help people declutter and minimize for a living. In an age of um, materialism, many people are desperate to downsize and take control over their professions rather than letting their things possess them. Minimalizing has become extremely popular. We had, you know, my yoga instructor come on a whole show talk about minimalization. But people often find it hard to find, to part with things that they've owned for a, a long time. So imagine you're just coming in and be like, get rid of this, get rid of that. I'm going to organize this. And you're getting paid to do that. Like, give somebody that, like, they can't let it go emotionally. You just go in there and and clean house for them. But in COVID time, where people are working from home, once again, this is a COVID job. People want, like, somebody coming. Like, I love the days that my, you know, this first world talk, but I love the day when my cleaning lady comes. You know, like, when she's coming, I'm like, oh my God, it's like heaven. Subtext Sean is rich. Anyway, go ahead.
0: (laughs) You sound so rich right now.
3: So what do you got for me, Karen? I just gave you some good ones. Come on. I gave you some good shut up.
0: So this is going to be a little controversial. I was actually just talking to an Uber driver about this. This is his dream. And that is a food truck owner. You know, this is the time, you guys. First of all, food trucks are booming. Definitely here in Houston where everything is frozen and shut down. Um, but indoor dining is super limited in a lot of locations. In New York, you can barely do anything. So, aspiring restaurant tour, and by the way, even if it's not shut down, the overhead's so low, you might find more success with a food truck. Food trucks come in all shapes and sizes, serve a wide range of cuisines. Take whatever you're passionate about, your favorite style of food on the road, serve hungry customers directly, pick up and go to where the people are, go to festivals, whatever. Um, you know, yes, you will be working. You'll be working hard. It's a lot of work, but you'll be in a space that you love, a chance to connect with people who have similar interests, feeding people, making them happy. It might actually sound a little bit crazy, but the food truck industry is growing and the overhead and upkeep for a truck costs much, much, much less than owning a restaurant. And you have the the added benefit of mobility. Honestly, I'm starving and it sounds amazing.
2: All right. Well, next up, we're going to file into the do as I say, not as I do category. Remember when your parents would tell you that? Do as I say, not as I do. Like, this is a handyman. I am not a handyman. So I'm not telling you I can do this. But if you happen to be handy, if you're always fixing up things around the house, you know, if people call you, you know, like to come help them put stuff together, hey, maybe you could put together a a website and figure out what your time and expertise is worth. Start asking those friends for referrals. If you can help build their IKEA stuff or do whatever. But I might call you. So if you if you got some handy <laughs> skills, you know, let people
3: know. Well, this one, I know, I, I'm kind of scared to say this one because I'm I'm fear if I say it, you guys might be like, Hey, Sean, that is so you. Like maybe, like you guys may think that I'm going to leave you guys and just go in a whole different direction and uh-huh. start offering this type of business because I know you see me doing this business. But just to let you guys know. Feel safe, feel secure. I love you guys to death. I'm not going anywhere right now, but if after this show, a lot of people come my way and say like, Sean, I want your services for this. I don't know. I may just have to tweak my thing a little. I know you're getting a little anxiety of what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, but when <laughs> I say it, you're like, oh, it makes so much sense, Sean. Oh, can't yeah. wait to hear it. Online dating consultant, like that's oh, me.
0: Sean, that's, that's you? Me.
3: That's me. Dating consultants usually change for the time. They help people create successful online dating profiles source possible matches you know i can help you do your portfolio help you set things up tell you what best look what picture what you should be wearing what you should say you know i can hook you up so if if tinder was a person it would be sean linda yeah, I just be like the guy telling you what you need to self-improve on and work on. Yeah. That's, Sean, that's devil's kinda...
0: advocate, devil's advocate. The last time you helped me with a relationship, we broke up within a month and a half. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you found love now, right? That was the point of the whole thing. I found thing, love You on saw my the big own. picture to it. You that was that's why I was giving you the confidence to go out there and do your thing. Be free, girl. Be free. And All right, well, last time this man had, I, I was on a mandate for this girl. I was like, What is this? <laughs> and now, I look at you.
0: Look, at and you. we broke up immediately afterwards. <laughs> look at you. I mean, we lasted you not even a month.
3: Shut it up. What you got? <laughs>
0: All right, look, now this is really a me thing, okay? Like when you look at me, you go, this is the girl I go to with this, okay? And that is, she has it together, and that is life slash career coach. I know what you're thinking. That is my girl. Karen is the girl. If you have some experience under your belt, I mean, we've all been alive, put it to good use as a life or career coach. Why not? Many are looking for guidance in our careers, in our lives. It's nice to have someone to talk to. Finding someone with the time to mentor us can be tough. Our friends have heard it. They're sick of us. Life and career coaches don't come cheap, but they're able to offer clients the intense and hands on training and advice they need to make some serious moves in their personal and professional lives. You can get certified for that online. And really, what you are is like a cheerleader for someone telling them they got it, they can do it, what they can do to even get better, better themselves, and better their lives. This is for some people are going to listen to this and be like, that's just me.
2: Absolutely. And people just understand all of these may not be for you, but some of these might be for you. And, and what you should do is look into inside, excuse me, you should look inside internally and see what you're good at. And if you're good at some of these things, maybe you can convert them into money. Like, for instance, job number 10, a resume writer. If you happen to be great at writing resumes, if your resume is the bomb, you know, maybe you can offer a service to people who are struggling, people who are looking for a job and they can't seem to find one. And maybe they have a super basic resume and they need it to be updated. So, you know, put the word out, talk to your people and listen to your friends or people who are looking and maybe start with one or two volunteer and see how you do. And maybe you could turn
3: that into a business. Yeah. And just to echo what Matt's saying, this show is about like just encouraging those people that sit on their couch all day and procrastinate and can't think that they can't find something that's for them. This is just to kind of spawn some ideas in you. And you can adjust. You can tweak whatever. But hopefully this will like make you feel that, yes, shut up. I can do this. I can find something that works for me where I can leverage and make money. This is not for the go-getters like, you know, the myselves and the Matts, the Karens, you know, we <laughs> going out there, get some. But we're the ones that are like a little hesitant, always finding the excuses. We try to build this show for you. We listen to all of our fans and try to address something for them. So that being said, you know, I'm a real estate guy and everybody wants to be a realtor. And I think that's one of that should be on the list as well. We didn't put it on there, but getting your real estate license is always a good side hustle as well. But I think I always try to go in a direction like that other people aren't thinking. Like even with my son, he's a great basketball player, but NBA, I'm not so certain. I'm like, Chase, maybe you should think about becoming a ref, you know, become a referee. You know, <laughs> can still be around all the superstars, You be in the league a long time. He's not feeling that right now, but, you know, I'm trying to get him to push and be a ref. So with that being said, instead of being a real estate agent broker, you can be like a home inspector because every real estate purchase needs a home inspector, you know, and they just go in, they evaluate, they appraise, they inspect the home, they make their K-Gash and they're out, you know. So even if you want to get your real estate license, you can do both. You can be like, I do real estate, I, I sell properties, and I also do home inspections.
0: Oh, you'll make so much money.
3: Exactly.
0: That actually sounds really appealing. I like inspecting things and I love giving my opinion. But if that's not your thing, maybe look into being a personal chef. We all love to eat, obviously. I'm, I'm seeing
2: a theme here, Karen. You had food truck, now you're talking personal chef, and you're I'm hungry. But anyway,
3: starving. that's what we can ask I'm looking you Karen. Starving. Like not feeding, come over here on the black side. Big Daddy got some good food for you over here. Like you if you're what? not getting fed properly, just let me know. But Karen, I got you. I'm not being fed. I'm
0: telling you right now, I'm not being fed properly. It's not anybody's fault. I'm in Houston. We are iced in. They got two inches of snow here. The entire state fell apart. I'm starving. So you <laughs> really no could, food. you
2: really could use number twelve right now, a personal really, chef. Really,
0: really, you have no idea. There is. No, I haven't eaten a meal in about 24 hours. I'm eating I'm eating tuna out of a sealed bag. I don't know what to tell you guys. I need a personal chef. I love to eat as do we all. Few of us have the time or energy to cook healthy, delicious meals. I literally never do it. You can advertise your services to local families, local businesses. You can consider chunking, which is a gross word, but it means you know, grouping certain groups of clients, like maybe vegetarians or whatever. So, you can cook larger quantities of the same dish to feed them all. I, 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 I see no problem with this idea.
2: No, it makes sense. Well, job number 13, you could become a nonprofit owner. If you dream of devoting your life to a cause you believe in, it might be time to start a nonprofit. Now, this isn't easy, there's steps involved, but you'll need to incorporate your business, file for a 501c3 tax exempt status, and then you'll be required to meet ongoing standards of compliance. But the payoff can be very rewarding and meaning, and with a meaningful impact to the cause you believe in. So consider that.
3: And I'll add this to what Matt's saying. You know, I, Matt and I spoke about this. You know, I have a, a logistics business. I have, you know, I own a couple of buildings, and I have a nonprofit. And I've met more quality contacts, and I've propelled my career more in the nonprofit space than I have in like my other professions. So I would say, like, the payoff or not, because you're just meeting a lot of really good people. I mean, I've met Karen through like. My non-profit, and you know, so true. So, um, for those of you who are thinking, like, what's the business behind owning a nonprofit? It really opens up the door to a lot of quality people, and it expands your scope. So, I would recommend it. You know, it, I have zero regrets for doing running my nonprofit. And it's just a feel-good thing, too.
2: Yeah, if, if nonprofit isn't your bag, maybe you could become a tutor. Maybe you're a math whiz, a piano master, or maybe you like Shakespeare, or some might call you a Shakespeare aficionado. Yeah.
3: There's someone out Whoa, there. Excuse me, good Scrabble word. <laughs> there's
2: someone out there who may need a little help and might be willing to pay for it. Advertise your services through local schools, community colleges, and community centers to get the word out. And you might just have a successful business on your hand.
0: Yep, and tutoring is in high demand. Everybody needs to learn something and that could be for adults and kids alike. So there's tons and tons of cash to stack up. If you are, here's another idea for you. If you are at all competent with social media, which like, honestly, the boomer generation really needs the help, then consider becoming a social media manager.
3: You're still so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> As,
0: listen, not everybody. Listen, you is. just
3: got on TikTok, okay? TikTok. I know, I love it. I love and, like, it so much. You?
0: I'm so young and I'm just so like, I just know what everyone's doing. <laughs> so refreshing, isn't it? To talk to someone so young. But if you really have mad skills on social media, and honestly, the easiest way to prove that is to just have a following to have some successful accounts, then you can use those skills to manage the social media accounts for companies, individuals, podcasts, I don't know. You know, influencer marketing has become super common and a lot of influencers actually rely on marketing agencies or employees to help them run their social channels. You can do it on sort of a consulting basis and make so much money.
2: Absolutely. All right. I hope you're taking notes on all these businesses you can start during this pandemic. We want you to get off that couch and shut up and just do it. But right now we need to shut up and take a quick sponsor break. So we're going to just do that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more two black guys with good credit. Keep it locked.
3: Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen,
2: Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Today, the theme of the show is shut up and just do it. You know, a lot of people might be hesitant to, you know, take a risk and and launch that business during this pandemic. But if you have ideas, we want to encourage you. And we're offering up some ideas
3: of uh, maybe businesses you haven't thought about. I know this seems like a lot, but we wanted to make sure we covered so many different categories so nobody can sit there and be like, Shut up! You can't. You can't do it. I wanted to make sure so it was a lot, but we got a few more to go. And one of my favorites: you can become um, fitness, fitness equipment, and online fitness classes. Okay, most gyms and fitness studios have limited in-person capacities right now, so consumers are turning to fitness equipment companies and virtual classes to stay fit without leaving the house. Like, as long as you have a zest for fitness and an energy, and, and one thing people like when it comes to instructors, sometimes I think the trend is like. They want normal-looking people. They don't want people looking like me that's, like, cut in every which way possible. More like <laughs> people that look like them regularly so that they can just, you know, aspire <laughs> and work towards together, common goal. Like Karen said the last show, you don't want to work beside Sean Linda. You want to work beside more like, you know, Karen. And, you know, you guys go grow together. So, like, <laughs> have confidence in yourself that regardless of how you look at where your fitness level is, you can become someone that encourages other people to train.
0: I mean, to be fair, people want to be trained by someone who looks super hot and fit. Like, I guess, kind of like me. Like, I'm not even like saying uh-huh. that I'm the standard, but I guess just like something like me. Um, There's
3: but, a lot of well, egos in this show, right? I don't or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right, the next one on
2: our list, very timely. We are living in a pandemic. Um, a friend of mine recently became credentialed to be a COVID event compliance manager. So. It's the kind of thing where he sets up, sits at events. He's going to be doing, I think, the Golden Globes in Los Angeles. Um, he'll have a, a desk set up so when people come the in, thermometer. They, yeah, they test them, and he makes really good money doing this. And he just goes from event to event, brings his table, and come. You got to, you know, show up early. As long as you're uh, qualified and uh, you know accredited to do it, it's the kind of job where he's making good money and he doesn't really have to do a whole lot of work, but it's just like lucrative.
3: 98, 99, go ahead. 97, go ahead. 101, yeah. come out, get out, get out. <laughs> but,
2: but, but the point, bigger point is there may be COVID. And we, we kind of mentioned this throughout this whole thing, like with the chef and the, and the food truck and certain businesses during COVID, there's going to be some new demand. So think about that.
0: And COVID's not really going to go away, you guys. <laughs> like we're going to be dealing with some version of this for quite a while. So yeah, they can make mad money just making sure people are compliant absolutely and something else that seems kind of obvious but i personally know someone who's making thousands of dollars a month doing this is mask maker you know with mask wearing becoming a requirement in certain settings whether you're a masker anti-masker it doesn't matter you know you need to wear a mask to enter a business like you know don't be a jerk Several companies have cropped up or successfully pivoted operations to create high-quality aesthetic masks and honestly there's so many there's so much niche niche areas so many niche areas for mask making the person i know who does really well makes these amazing custom tie-dye masks that look really beautiful i can make some
3: mask right now that's amazing. i don't hate it
0: i don't hate it be compliant guys
3: well as we you say know. in brooklyn you know you may not understand this so let me just say what we say in brooklyn in the hood we like that's a new that's a new trend in the bush meaning <laughs> like you know and Flatbush, that's what they be selling on the streets out there like masks, you get your nike mask your polo mask your ralph mask your yep. african-centric mask you can get all kind of masks and And they stopped selling everything else. Like it's no more colognes or perfumes on the block here when you come to the bush. You're it's right gas. In. Karen, you know, did your did your friend make you a, a bedazzled mask? Do you have any No,
0: pens? but I, I don't have a bedazzled mask, but they they do exist. If you guys watch the inauguration, that poet, Amanda Gorman, oh, she was awesome. wore a super cool bedazzled mask with like a matching head thing. Like it was awesome. People like to look hot still, obviously. You know, I hate to cover up this money maker, but when I do, <laughs> 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 it's got to be something nice, you guys. I like to match an outfit. What can I say?
2: Well, on that note, you got to protect your moneymaker, but you also got to just protect yourself in general. So mask up people. But I hope everyone caught the big takeaway in this is that if you're thinking of starting a business, you've been sitting on your couch, scratching your head on whether or not you should or shouldn't. We gave you a whole lot of ammunition on why you should and how you should make this make this happen. So shut
0: up. Just
3: do it.
2: Shut up and just do it.
0: <laughs> you shut up, Sean. It's really getting personal now with
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> you just figured that out. <laughs> All
2: right. You well, shut up. Like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So we gave you plenty of things to change. So make it happen. I'm Matt Smith of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out.
0: And I'm Karen Margolis. You can say hi to me if you feel like it. Karen Margolis on social media K E R E N M A R G O L A S. Karen Kardashian on TikTok. If you want, no pressure. And as I always say, it's not what you did. It's what you do next.
3: And I'm Sean Linda, the better half of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And like I say, your money is your money. Keep it in your damn pocket. And really, really, people, if you're listening to this, it's just life. Go out there and make the best of it and, and go hard or go home. You know. And hey, if you want to shout us out, send us a quick line at tbgwgc at gmail.com. That's Two Black Guys with Good Credit at gmail.com and I'm out of here. Peace.